0: Hi, my name is Alexander Hastings, and welcome to my show, Diary of a Transman. For more information about the show, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Congratulations, Northern New York. We have finally thawed out just a little bit. The sun is shining, and I can now see the grass that's growing green in my backyard. So of course I am in my house, locked up in my room, recording this show for all of you. For those of you who are new to my show, I have been talking about my life as I physically transition as a transgender male. I've been on testosterone for five months now and things are going great, you know, so I'm working on taking that next step in my transition. Uh, so we had a two-week break between the last episode, in which I talked about transgender military members, and this show, uh, because I was waiting on some some news to come through. And what I what the news is is I have got a consultation set for myself to have top surgery and i was i was trying to go through the military um to get my top surgery originally because then tricare would take care of all the the monetary needs of of the getting the surgery Uh, but unfortunately with the way the treatment plan is is set up in the army specifically right now i I think it's the the same throughout all the service branches but uh since i can only talk about the army in the army uh right now i have to wait until i am one year on testosterone to even get a set a date for a consult in the army and then I mean, which could be, could be a month or two after that year mark. And then then they'll book me for surgery, which at this point it looks like they're booking out. If I was getting a consultation today, I wouldn't be able to get the surgery until September. So if I have to wait till September, which is my, my one year mark, to get this consult, we're looking at late 2020 before i could even get this uh this surgery done in the army so which kind of throws off my whole military career because i'm set to deploy uh soon and i really wanted to go on this deployment and if i follow the army's plan then i obviously i wouldn't be going on that deployment and i I don't know what my career would look like because I'd have to take a break Um, obviously you get after you get surgery you're out for about a month on recovery and then between four to six months after recovery you have to be on a profile uh, which for those of you not in the military basically means you're restricted from doing certain things and uh, like like a physical exercise, uh, you can't you can't deploy, you can't leave or anywhere you're kind of restricted to your duty station that you're at. And since I'm only planning on doing um, eight years in the military, you know unless they kick me out, uh, and I'm hitting my four year mark, that would really keep me on station for another two years, kind of floating around, not progressing in my t- career. And then I would leave me a very short amount of time to figure out what I want to do next in the military. So after talking with the, the nurse practitioner who runs my case, I decided that I was going to explore the options of attempting to get this surgery outside of the military, So which is where, where the news came from. I was able to get a consultation with dr elliot jacobs uh, in new york city i don't know if you've anybody who's ever used him or uh, anybody who's heard of things about him if you guys could just uh, leave comments for me in the review section because this is my first time ever getting any medical work done outside of the military for the last four years I've never had surgery before. So I'm kind of nervous about this whole thing and it's it's been a kind of learning curve on how to do the research and explore to find what doctors uh, are out there that can that can help me. And what I liked about dr. Dr. Jacobs was the email that he sent me when i when i sent the contact request uh to him on his website and i mean this this is an essay that he sent back to me it lists everything that you need to know about um showing up uh, two-year consult and then what to expect at surgery covers the cost of surgery the different types of surgery that he offers and what kind of anesthesia. everything and he specializes in uh, minimal minimally invasive surgeries so we're not talking double incision double mastect- mastectomy we're talking about more uh keyhole or area aerop- Pariola, which is you know obviously a, a big plus because uh, I'm trying to avoid as much scarring as I can because you know being in the military you, we get enough scars from doing our daily jobs and yeah you know, just trying to get the, keep keep this skin looking uh, fresh and beautiful right so definitely definitely excited about this i have my consultation on february 15th so i'll be in new york city uh if anybody's if anybody's out in new york city and wants to hang for a few hours in the afternoon i'm since i live in uh, up in northern new york i'm just topping on a plane and flying into the city uh in the morning and then i will be flying out back home uh, that night so just doing a, a quick quick one day trip into the city for this this consultation, so I do have some you know some worries about getting surgery outside of the military mainly because of the the travel that it involves and the costs obviously since it's not it's not gonna be covered by tricare i have i'm trying to save up little i can to try to offset it and i think i'm gonna have to do a kind of payment plan to to figure out the rest but i think i think it's worth it in the end because i mean making sure that i can live authentically as as who i want to be is is number one in my life that comes above jobs it comes above I mean it comes about my relationships at this point I'm trying to to work on self-care first before I you know expand and start letting people into my life and granted I'm I'm an introvert so it's hard for me to to meet new people and stuff but I'm 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 really trying to to figure out who I'm going to be and top surgery is the next step in my whole my whole journey fortunately i do have enough leave saved up in the army that i can take off for a month after i do get the surgery which which will be uh, good because the last thing i want to do is have to take off just a week or week or two and then come back to work when I work in a physically demanding environment. That can be really dangerous. So I do have enough leave saved up. So we're we're safe in that regard as long as they let me take the leave, which I, I think they will. So in case the surgery date that I get with Dr. Jacobs is too far, away in the future where I where it's gonna conflict with uh the deployment then I have looked at a couple other uh surgeons. The one I've the other one I've looked at is rumor cosmetics. I don't know if anybody knows that one. It's not as Transgender f- friendly as uh, Dr. Jacobs is, like the the Dr. Jacobs website is all about female to male uh, surgery transitions, and it, it shows all the pictures and everything. Rumor cosmetics is a little, it's a little different. It's more your your normal plastic surgery office. Um, but when I talked to them, they did say they were booking out for actual surgery dates in July, so. And that one's in pennsylvania a little bit farther i have to drive to that one but i'm hoping that i can get that early date in with dr jacobs first and and then we'll 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 see how it goes so change the subject i have been in a army class for the last um uh, two weeks it's a uh, Anybody who's in the Army knows what YUMO is. It's Unit Mobility Officers. Basically, I'm learning how to take my unit from the States and deploy them overseas. And the really, the cool thing that's happened to me during this course is this is the first time that I have been in a class with my new name is so my name was changed from Alexandra to Alexander back in uh, January and when they booked me for this class that was back in I think September time frame so it still had it had Alexandra Hastings uh, female on the on the reservation for this course and so when I showed up to class. They had us write these little placards for our desks with our names. And of course I, I wrote my new name, Alexander, on it. And one of the instructors, I could, since I'm sitting in the very front of the classroom, like there's three feet between me and the, the projector screen, and he's sitting in the front and he keeps looking from his computer over to my desk And then back at his computer and then over to my desk and i'm thinking like obviously he's looking at my name and trying to figure out if there was a typo or if i'm female or or what and then the instruct the other instructor because there's two of them he starts asking questions and he calls me and he says taster and blah 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 answer the question and so i answer the question and i see the second instructor who's been looking from his computer to to my table and back you know, trying to figure out if i'm a male or female kind of go ah because he's hearing my voice and obviously that's the biggest help in proving that i am a man is the fact that my voice is ridiculously low at least comparatively to where it to where it used to be and that was really confirming for me to kind of see like oh man i blend right in now there there were two guys in this class who also work with me and they didn't know that I was trans so I kind of just went along with the instructors call me sir because that was great and you know I could see these guys, two guys being like what's going on so I did have to come out to the both of them which was pretty easy because they were they were like I they were like oh we were going to ask you about that and just didn't want to make sure you know it wasn't awkward and all that but i sorted it out and now they're both calling me sir too which is which is great so now i've got a full class of 20 guys um and one female all call me sir and you know it's gonna suck when i have to go back to my battalion in a week and then once again i'm not out to 100 percent of the people so slowly, slowly going around and telling people I'm trans, but with the current climate and everything, it's, it's kind of hard to do. And since there's 596 people in my battalion, it's going to be a very long process. But I'm enjoying the moment as it's happening right now. And the uh, the instructor that was, was checking and stuff... He came over to me because we're, we're doing some railroad operations and we were working on the railroad, learning how to chain down vehicles onto the flat cars. And uh, I was fixing some of the work on one of the chains and he comes over and nobody else is around. And he's like, funny, funny thing, sir, you, you know, your name says, it's spelled Alexandra in your reservations and it says you're female and like, oh, started laughing awkwardly. oh must have been a mistake you know <laughs> he's like yeah I mean I, I was so confused and I heard you, you talking and it was like obviously you're a guy and I was like yeah yeah you know I'll have to talk to my unit about that and awkward laughter and he's like yeah yeah weird <laughs> and he walks off and I was like, oh well, now, now now that's out of the way. But <laughs> just a an awkward kind of conversation about who I used to be, and I'm glad that he was able to see right away that, yeah, you know, you're a guy, and I'm not gonna really question it. it must have been a mistake, and really, really boost up my ego there, ego there a little bit. I was glad that somebody could, could look at me and be like, yes, you're a man. So I'm in a kind of state of euphoria now. (laughs) So with, with the class and everybody calling me sir. And the fact that I'm going to get my top surgery consultation, it's, it's been a while since I've had any kind of steps forward in my transition and this feels like a major turning point, something that I'm going to remember uh, for a long time. Also, for any of you that follow my, my Instagram account, you'll also know that I, I posted a picture of the letter that I got from the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles. They approved my request to have my license changed uh, from female to male and sent me back the letter so now i'm just probably going to go down to uh, virginia next weekend and take care of the, that change at the dmv and i'm really excited about that cause, you know from the from the previous episode i talked about how i was able to get my name changed uh, at the dmv but unfortunately i was not able to change the the gender marker because of some holdups on the form that I had to get signed by the nurse practitioner in charge of my case. But I finally got it from her and sent that in and now I've got the the approval that I need. so uh, I'm really f- looking forward to heading back down to Virginia. that'll be that'll be after I go uh, see my con get my consultation in New York. So I'll go to the consultation on on Friday and then I'll, I'll drive down to Virginia uh, to take care of my license. And hopefully if they can get me a date for top surgery at the consultation, then I can, when I go down and see my parents, uh, work out a, a way to have them come up and, and help me out with the surgery uh aspect of and of the care that i need i'm gonna need after after the surgery so yeah so i mean that's so that's the third exciting thing that's happened to me in these last few weeks so my latest binge on netflix has been uh the it's a it's a show called the the l word I don't know if anybody's watched it. Uh, I, I'm actually rewatching it again. I, I love watching the the queer uh, TV dramas, and my favorite thing about this show is that they actually have a couple transgender guys in uh, in the show that really appear at, during season uh, season three, and. The first time I watched, I watched it years ago when it first came out back in the early thousands, and then uh, rewatching it, it's all the experiences that the character Max is going through, I can now relate to, and it's it's really really cool to see transgender guys represented in media, how they should be. I know there's been a lot of backlash for when trans people are not represented correctly, uh, like when Scarlett Johansson was gonna play the trans guy and then everybody started going after her on social media because she's not trans and only trans guys should play trans guys in movies and TV. And I know the actor for that plays Maxie in the L Word. He he's not trans, or well, sorry, she she's not trans. But she did such a good job representing him that I'm not that mad about it. And I'm glad that there was someone who could represent what it means to be transgender all those years ago and help people and i think that's what's happening to you know today in the in the media world as well with i guess we got those two trans guys that are going to be in the new spider-man movie so i'm looking forward to that one and of course you have trans actors in Grey's anatomy and shows like uh, transparent and uh pose so Lots of transgender representation in cinematic media right now. So that's a wrap for this week on Diary of a Trans Man. Please leave comments and reviews on whatever service you are using and follow me on Instagram and Twitter.